The mountain air felt good on our faces, driving in the setting July sun, the road shadowed by the canopy of trees on both sides. They grew in the steep hillsides, some looking like they clung to nothing but bare rock, their roots embedded into the mountain itself. These trees, nestled in rocky groves between vast stretches of rich hillside soil, they were the underdogs, and yet they endured beyond all hope. That was us. So far, we survived beyond all hope. In a world full of walking corpses and the hungry dead, we were still going. We were in Amy's brother Parker's jeep. Parker had committed suicide in the face of the ruination of the world around him. He and his college buddies, thinking Amy was dead, watching two dozen corpses circle their house like flightless vultures, broke under the pressure. They went to the bathroom, grabbed a bunch of prescription pills, and took them all with a leader of Jack Daniels. They got to sit silently, while their hearts and brains shut down. No desperate sprint through an infested parking lot, not worrying about where their next meal was coming from, or if they would stumble and get eaten by the people they used to think of as their neighbors. We took the jeep because Eli's car was falling apart. The windshield was broken, one of the headlights had caved in, and it was pulling to the left randomly. Using the car as a weapon was a good idea at the time, but hitting twenty bodies, even dead ones, played hell with the integrity of the vehicle. Roger found the keys to the jeep in Parker's pocket. Amy was unwilling to search the body of her dead brother. We should have buried them. Amy's voice broke the silence. Roger was driving. He glanced at me in the rearview mirror. Eli shifted uncomfortably in the passenger seat. I looked at Amy. Her eyes were red and puffy, her face streaked with tears. She kept staring out at the road. I cleared my throat. <clears throat> we couldn't. Digging a hole big enough for four people, she slammed her fist into the seat. It was a fucking decent thing to do! I touched her hand, and she jerked it away. Maybe it was. But we're all undernourished and sleep-deprived. We would have ended up laying on the ground exhausted, our muscles burning. We would be sitting ducks. She nodded without a word. She knew I was right. She knew, logically, that what I was saying was true, but in her heart, emotionally, she was racked with guilt. Her brother was laying dead in her parents' living room, and she couldn't reconcile that we just left him there. Roger looked at me in the mirror again, then said, So what's our plan? I welcomed the change of topic. I leaned up in my seat so Roger and Eli could hear me more clearly. I don't think our priority has changed. We need food. Not just a meal, but cans, dry stuff, beef jerky, that sort of thing. Camp food on a massive scale. Enough to hold us for a couple of weeks, at least. We also need supplies. Camping gear, ammo, more guns. Roger nodded as he spoke. Stapleton's. It has just about everything we need, if it hasn't been raided yet. Amy snapped out of her reverie. Wait, Stapleton's? That's in Stockton, isn't it? Roger said, Yeah, just on the edge, on 67. We used to shop there all the time. Only place in Vermont you can get a $50 bottle of Merlot, the country's best cheddar cheese, a brand new rifle, and a full box of ammo. But, Stockton... Stockton's gone. It's a mess. Overrun with those... things.
Roger shrugged, drumming his fingers on the steering wheel. Well, maybe worth the risk. It means we only have to worry about one stop. Otherwise, we'll have to hit a few different places in a few different towns. A gun shop here, a grocery store there, a camping place there. That's a lot of miles to cover. Even so, the next decent-sized town is fifty miles from here. Eli nodded eagerly. That's right, man. We go to this place, fight our way in, get what we need, and get the fuck out. We head for the mountains and don't look back. I nodded, looking over at Amy. Her eyes were wide. She looked haunted. The idea of going to Stockton making her hands ball into fists to contain the shaking. It may not be the ideal plan, but it's the best we got. She looked back out of the window, crossing her arms in front of her, not saying a word.